Yeah, Bershut Zerbeck Kron. So we are on Yudal Ophamid Beis. We just finished the Mishnah that is on the top of Yudal Ophamid Beis. Um, just to orient a little bit, the Mishnah talked essentially about um, two or three concepts. Concept about when you have a um, a minor that has relations with the, the minor being a male, that has relations with the female, or the minor being a female, that has relations with the male. What is that? How does that work in terms of the status of the woman being a basula or not, as well as the concept of mukas eights, which is where the woman had some sort of physical um, incident that caused um, caused a physical, her physically not to be a basula in some form or another. And a lot of this has to do with whether it was before they were three years old, after they're three years old, and what is the um, what is the husband who marries these women have in terms of ksuba, as well as their ability to make a claim if they don't find that the woman is a basula. So we'll start with the Gemara. Um, Amar Abihud, Amar Rav. Uh, first, right at, right at the Gemara, fourth line for the top. You know, from the base, fourth line for the top. Amar Abihud, Amar Rav. Katana Balogzalogdolos. You have a a boy who is uh, younger than Bar Mitzvah, so let's say he's 10 or 11. Haba al-Akdola, who has relations with an adult female. Asaha mukasates. He makes her as if she is a mukasate. So even though a uh, mukasate, we define as some a woman who had a physical injury, um, because for what, you know, physiologically, um, at that age, he's unable to really have the same level of impact as a, an adult. It's He does cause some level of impact, and therefore she's considered as if she had the physical Impact of a mukas eights. That's caused by him, right? Caused by him. In this situation. Right? Caused by him, yes. Okay. Um, whether, whether, regardless of what actual impact or not he did, whether he, whether he had zero impact or whether he had complete impact, she's considered as if she's a mukas eights. Okay. When, however, Rabbi Huda says when he said the same, the same statement in front, uh, in front of Shmuel. So again, first thing he said was what Rav said. Rav says that she, he's like a muk, she's like a mukas eights. When he said it in front of Shmuel, Shmuel, Shmuel said, "Ain mukas eats a buser." There's no concept of mukas eats when it comes through um, actual intercourse. So there's inter- mukas eats means that it was a um, some other event caused it to happen. And according to Shmuel, he does not believe that she would be considered mukas eats. Um, so we just said that this is Rabbi Huda quoting these people. Um, or saying that these are what the opinions of these people. Now we're going to hear what, that they actually had this actual discussion to themselves. Katan haba al-Abdullah, that a katan who has relations with an adult female. Rab amar mukas eitz. Shmuel amar ein mukas eitz So the same thing, it's just this is a direct quote from them. Macy Roshia. Roshia challenges this. Gadol, and this is from our mission that we just learned. Um, whether it's an adult that has relations with a female girl or a, a female male that, that has relations with an adult female, and the mukasates, in all these cases, they, are, they, they get a folk suba of 200. That's the view of Rabbi Meir. However, the Chacham disagree, and they say, when it comes to a mukasates, she would only get 100. Now, the whole point of this statement is that we're distinguishing between a katan haba al Abdullah and we're distinguishing between that and a mukasate. So we just, if we're, so that challenges the concept of um, saying that a, a a boy who has relations with a woman causes a mukasate because we have it as a separate category. She's 
He's challenging Rav. He's challenging, he's challenging, the, right, exactly. Um, Amarava, Hachi Kamar. This is what the Mishnah is really saying. Gadal Habalak When an adult has, adult male has relationships, relations with a minor girl, nothing happens. There's no legal significance, and therefore her ksuva remains 200. The Bipachos Bikan Kenosin Etzbab Ayindame. Because when you have relations, when someone has relations with a girl that's less than three years old, it's as if you're just like sticking your finger in someone's eye, where you know it might cause irritation temporarily, but the eye will heal on its own. So therefore, it doesn't cause any long-lasting impact. The katana balagdola muka states. However, if a minor boy has relations with an adult female, he causes her as if she is a mukas eights because he does cause something to happen that's long-lasting. Umukas eights. Um, Gufa Pluksa Rabbi Meir And the whole concept of Mukas Eitz and whatever happens with Mukas Eitz, that's the debate between Rabbi Meir and the Rabbanan. So, what is that? What are we talking about here? Amarami Barchama, Machlokes Bishahikarba. The whole Machlokes um, here is about whether the, the Chasan um, acknowledges at the time of the marriage that the, that the Kala was, had, had a status of a Mukas Eitz. The Rabbi Meir, the Goris. Um, the Rabbi Meir, in that case, if the if the groom acknowledges her to be a Mukas Eitz, he considers her as if she's a Bogaris. And when we learned Yavamos, one of the things we learned that way back when was that um, when depend you know that that when a girl is at a certain status, when she's a certain age, she has you know, and I can't explain this fully, but explains has like full basulim that she's completely quote-unquote intact and as she gets older it sort of starts to wear away naturally so that by the time she's 12 or 13 years old um, it's not in the same same complete status that it was before but she's still considered a basula even though even though there's been some natural um, degradation correct something right yeah, it's an older age. It's a, it's a slightly older age. She's, she's older than, she's like 12 to 12 and a half. 12 Somewhere in there, 11 and a half to 12. Okay. She's, she's an adult. Not she's, not, she's not, she's, she's a, a, you know, a Bulgarist was when she's six months. Uh, if you look at note nine, a girl becomes a Bulgarist six months after reaching the age of 12 and sprouting two pubic hairs. Although, so it's basically between 12 and 12 and a half. So, um, so the you know, but for this purpose, the legal impact is that um, that that's that's not the way it is. But the Rabbanan disagree and they say that she's considered as if she is a baula, meaning she's not a basula anymore. Um, so that's their disagreement. One says that they're basically considered a bogaris and therefore still a basula, and the Rabbanan says no, she's not, she's a baula and not a basula. That's where the Chassan acknowledges that she is a Mukas Eitz. Ava lo but if he does not acknowledge it, does not accept it, everyone would say that she gets nothing, she gets no Ksuba, she doesn't get 200 or 100 or, or anything. He, he basically says, his basically position is that this was a, what we would call a Mekach Taos, an invalid um, um, deal, where there was a there was misrepresentation of facts, and therefore, you know that he shouldn't be obligated to anything. So, what are the two views? Rabbi Meir, Amai Manbila Bogaris. Why does Rabbi Meir make her like a Bogaris, meaning that she would be considered a Basula and therefore get her, or, um, her Ksuba? Nami Baula. 
he should consider her like a um, like a ba'ula. So why does he have, hold his way? Why doesn't he say that she's a ba'ula, not a basula? He answers, ba'ula is avid be masev adam. When it comes to ba'ula, someone who is no longer a basula, she had some sort of action done to her with a man. Halo isma be masa adam. Here, this woman did not have any act done to her by a man. She was a mukas eight. She had some sort of physical accident. Virabanan. Why do they say that she's a ba'ula, meaning a not? Why, why do they? Why do they? Why do they, um, they say that she's a ba'ula, not a libogeres? Why don't they hold the same way that she's really a bogeres, that she's like a bogeres, and she had some impact, but she's still considered a basula. She should get her her ksuba. Um, the answer bogeres le'isbe be masiklal. A bogeres had no act done to her at all. Here she had some sort of act. So, you know, they basically give the same explanation, more or less, for why they held their different ways. But they're, they're, they're arguing not about, they're arguing about the, the katan who came, who had relations with the gadol. Yes. That's the case. So one saying that's not an act, and one is saying that is an act? Well, it, it, the, the, what they're arguing about, in essence, is, the, is a, is a mukas eights. Right, so a mukas eights, we've kind of moved on to saying that the real argument is about mukas eights. And whether the, he agrees that she's a mukas eights or not, and the reason that one would say that they, she is a mukas eights is because he holds that a mukas eights is similar to a baula, mm-hmm. not a baula, similar to a bogeres, that she didn't have relations, but she's just naturally worn away in one form or another. And the other one says no, that she's considered like a um, like a baula because she does not have her basula anymore. So it's just a, just a disagreement about what it is. Okay, so back to what Rami Barachama said before. He said, you know, if Avalohikirba, if he the Khassan doesn't acknowledge that she is a Mukas Eitz, she doesn't get anything. So is that really true? When you say the Khassan doesn't acknowledge, that means he He disputes. He says, uh, I don't agree. I don't believe that you're a Mukas Eitz. I think you that had you had something happen, right? You're saying that, but that's not really Exactly. Masiv Rav Nachman, he has a, quotes this a different Mishnah. He omeres mukas eitz ani. She says, "I'm a mukas eitz." But who omer lo? No, you're not a mukas eitz. Ki eladrusas eish. You had relations with somebody at. So you didn't you didn't lose your basula through an accident. You had something happen. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Lezer, omim neamenes. Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lezer both say that she is believed, and that she is a uh, she had a um, she's a mukas eitz, and therefore she should get at least, depending upon how you hold, at least a hundred. Because you say that at most she's a she's a bukaseit, she doesn't she doesn't get zero. So he says she should get zero because of the mechatos. She says I'm a mukaseit. So whether depending upon your hold, she should either get a hundred or two hundred. Um, this happens after the relation. After yeah, the yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's not. She says before I was a mukaseit. Then the, the situation is that she said, uh, you know, the relations happened. He's she's not a basula. She says I was a mukaseit. Okay. Right, and he says, "Okay, I believe you, or I agree with you that you were a mukasites." Okay, but that's after. Okay, but or she he says, "No, you you weren't a mukasites. You must have had relations, whenever during while we were engaged, right, or whatever it is." Ella Amarava, vein hikarba vein lo hikarba. Whether he agreed to her or whether or not, Rabbi Meir Masai. Rabbi Meir says that she gets two hundred. Rabbanan hikarba mana. If he acknowledged her, she gets. A hundred. He, he accepts, accepts it. it. If he, so, Rabbanan says, if he accepts it, she gets a hundred. But if he does not accept it, he doesn't get anything. So the difference here is that um, Rabbi Meir says she's believed, and therefore she gets two hundred. The Rabbanan says it depends. 
she's either even if she's believed, she only gets a hundred, and if she's not believed, then she gets nothing. The Hadar Bay Rabbah, but Rabbah took so, back. No, Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi, wait. So Rabbi Meir says whether she. Because Rabbi Meir says Rabbi Meir's view is that she gets two hundred. Rabbi Meir's view is that she's believed and she gets two hundred. Um, okay. The other view is that even if she's believed, and the Rabbanan says she's if she's believed, she's only gets a hundred. Okay, so which is according to this thing, Rabbi Meir doesn't have a have a meaning that she might not be believed. She's she is believed that she gets two hundred. Right. Correct. Well, according to Rava, Rava, Rava's view is that she's believed. That's what we just okay. said. Rava says she's believed, okay. and based upon her, her being believed, she would then get per Rabbi Meir two hundred. Okay. okay. So you got to put all these pieces up to connect together. Rabbi, but Rava retracted. He he thought about it. He didn't. He went back. Vitanya, uh, we learned it at Baraisa. Ketzad Hotza Shemra. So what, how does Hotza Shemra happen? So what is Hotza Shemra? Hotza Shemra is um, a guy has. Marries a woman. She's a basula. Afterwards, he goes to the father and says she wasn't a basula, um, and it's proven that she was actually a basula. So therefore, he is a because he he speaks he falsely um, claimed against her that she was she did something wrong. He has to pay the father damages. So that's called a sashemra. Like he damaged her reputation. Damaged her. He tried to damage her oh, reputation with, with, with something that wasn't true. With something that wasn't true. So how does that work? He comes to Bezdin and he says to the father, Mr. Mr. Um, I did not find that your daughter had Besulim. However, and, and if there are witnesses that she had relations while they were engaged in Arison, she receives a Ksuba of a hundred. So Gemara jumps right away and says, How is that can't be true? If there are witnesses that can say that she had relations while they were, you know, already, let's call it engaged, they already had Arison, then she doesn't get a hundred, she gets stoned, right? That's that's adultery. Um what this is the Gemara is really saying. If there are witnesses that she had relations when they were engaged, she gets skila. Zinta Mikara, however, if it's determined that she had had relations before they were engaged, before they had Arison, then she gets a hundred because in that case she's considered a Baula and she would only get she would get downgraded to only get a Ksuva of a hundred. That's before they had before they were together, engaged, right? right? Five years ago she had relations. If she got married with the assumption that she was a basula, and it's determined that yes, she's actually a baula, she actually had relations beforehand, she would get a hundred. Um, but we get a question this. It may Rav Nachman, we could question this from a Mishnah. A man marries a woman and doesn't find psulim. He She says, "Here's what happened. We got engaged, and while after we got engaged, I was raped. And what? And therefore, the loss is on you because it's not. It's not my fault. It happened while I was under your authority. Therefore, you have to eat the loss because it's not. It's not my fault. Uh, it didn't happen before we got engaged. It happened while we got engaged. Who Right. Correct." Who are Mary Lowe? No, it's not the case. 
No, this isn't what happened. You had relations before I met you. My therefore, when I made um, did did Arison with you as a basula, it was a mekachtaos. It was done in error, and therefore the less and therefore it should be null and void. I shouldn't owe you anything because you dece- It was a deceptive um, arrangement. Yeah. Um, he questions this. Um, is it possible? I think this actually happened. There of Amram and all the greats were sitting together and they heard what Rav Sheshes said. Remember, this is Rav Chiyar Bar Avin quoted Rav Sheshes as saying that, um, that if she comes in and she's a basula and she's found to be a baula, she still gets a hundred. So they they question this, Vakashilhu, and they question it. Vishani, Rav Sheshis answered them, My Mekachtaos. What are we talking about with a Mekachtaos when it's a um this when it's a under false pretenses? Nami Mimasayim, does it mean she gets two hundred? Um does she does she get a two hundred? Avalmana Isai, but she does receive a mana, she does receive a hundred. So Samaris less lakal. And what, are you saying that the, the Mecca, so the question is, are you saying that the Mecca Talos means that she goes from 200 down to 100, or she goes from 200 down to zero? Um, the one that asked the question asked the question well. Because when we say that, when the, the assumption is when we're talking Mecca Talos, it means that it's not that he should go from 200 to 100. It means that he should say this was done under false pretenses, so I'm not required to pay anything else. Um, so therefore, if a if we're going to say that a someone who is a baula um, who gets married on the on the on the assumption that she's a basula, she should lose her entire ksuba, not just go from 200 to 100. So that kind of goes against what we just said. Elakashahach, but the the um, the brace that we said before is. Is problematic because we say because um, why taritz um, the but let's let's change the baraisa and say it a different way. If there are witnesses that she had relations while they were engaged, she gets stoned. The zibsab but if she had relations beforehand before Arison, she gets nothing at all because it's then considered a mekachtaos. Motza Mukats Eights. However, if she's determined to be a Mukas Eights, which is where we started this whole discussion, Suvamana, she then won't get a hundred. So three out three possibilities, right? Possibility one is that she had relations when she was with him, then she gets stoned. Possibility two is she had relations beforehand, that's a mechaptaos, she gets nothing. Possibility three is that she's determined to be a, a, a Mukas Eights. So it's not not that she would she therefore she would be considered um, still somewhat of a basula, even though she's not. She therefore gets a hundred because that's what we started off with before yeah, earlier on. In that middle case where she was already under him, what, if she, what happens to the part about she, she was raped? But that, um, yeah, if yeah. if it was under her, well, that's he, he was engaged to her. But so she, put she put that part that, put, that aside. Put that part aside, right? We're saying that it, you know we're saying that if she had relations, not you know not the the onus thing. If she had relations when she was under him, she gets skila. If she had relations beforehand. Right, she she. It's a makatos. All all bets are off. She gets nothing. Right. If she's a mukas eights, meaning she's got injured, and ostensibly we might determine that that also would apply if it was was with a 
child, but we're not there. We're not really there yet. Um, she would still get a hundred according to this. But it was Rava himself who said, according to Rabbanan, Lo Lo Kum. If he doesn't agree that she's a Mukas Eitz, she should get nothing. But no, we should say that Rava took that back. So basically, it seems to imply that that's where we would land, as everyone would be in agreement. Um, okay, continuing. Tanah Rabbanan, we learned in Ebraisa. Kinsa Rishon Lashom Nisuin, the first husband. She got married to a first person. They got married. They were they they went through the, the marriage. But there are witnesses that even though they went through chuppah, they were never alone together. But they were alone together. But they were alone together for seven, for six seconds, and therefore it's not enough time to do anything. Um, the second husband, even though based upon this we could derive that she is a basula um, because nothing could have happened, the second husband can't come along and say, I expected her to be a basula and she's not. Because she married, she went through the process with the first husband. Um, Amarava Zosamaris tells us. Kinsa becheskas besula benimses peula yesh laksuba mana. That if the array, so this might be a, a view that would say that if she was brought in with the assumption that she was a besula, but she's found to be a she's found to be not a besula, yesh laksuba mana. She would get laksuba mana. That it wouldn't be considered a mekaktos. Rav Ashi Amar ba'amal olam emela les la klal. I could tell you that about this. That she should get nothing at all, because she, if he thought she was, she claimed to be a basula and she wasn't. But in our case, it's different because once the husband brings her in to the kuppa, um, even though there might be evidence that suggests that she there wasn't any possibility of her um, having relations, she technically her status changes to be considered that she's possibly. No longer a basula, benecha shema tachtav zinta. But maybe we should be worried that what really happened here is that nothing happened with the first husband. The, he got engaged to her, and after he got engaged to her, she had relations, right? So why do we, you know, allow this? Why do we? Why? Why can't? Maybe we should assume they should claim that she wasn't a basula, and therefore they should investigate. Maybe she should get stoned as a result. Um, Rav Shravia, Rav Shravia said. What really happened here is they, the second group, that they, they got engaged and were together immediately. So there wasn't like the typical delay. They were, it's Aresid and Asuid and relations all back to back to back. So there was no opportunity for her to have relations under his domain. So it really goes back to the status that she came into as being married, even though she was married only for the short time. So with this, we'll stop, and next week we'll pick up with you at base.